Hi guys, it's Emmett. Uh, Susanna's here. Say hi, Susanna. Hi. Um, we're sitting in the kitchen watching snowflakes drift down outside super slowly. It's really beautiful. And I was just standing at the bus stop with uh, Eliza, the older daughter who is going to school. Susanna's staying home because she's sick. Um, and we were talking about snowflakes and Eliza said that they grew snowflakes in a lab once and they discovered that the crystalline structures of the snowflakes grew in such a way that they deformed so that they didn't touch each other, that they gave each other space. And then I said, you know, that's like a tree. That's like how trees grow. And if two trees are growing up next to each other, they they will sort of grow such that the space that they share is sort of less of the tree and then they sort of branch out towards where they have more light. And that got me thinking about how that is a great analogy for how... Um, whatever community you're a part of functions because the people who are there in that community first, they, they're they like the wolf trees that grow up on the edge of fields where they have light all around them and they grow big and they grow symmetrical and they just have room to do whatever it is that they want to do because they were there first. And as a forest grows up around them, those that manage to catch a bit of light can also grow tall, although they tend to grow taller and, and sort of straighter and skinnier. Um, and then there's lots and lots of seedlings coming up underneath, and those uh, often struggle because they are not they don't have access to light. In this case, light means access to eyeballs, customers, sort of all the space is being taken up in that community by the people who were there first. Now, the obvious difference is that trees can't decide where they grow. So they're just stuck doing the best they can. We as humans can decide what we do about that situation. We can look at that situation and say, where is the sunlight? And we can grow in such a way uh, that we are capturing some of the sunlight that isn't being captured by the existing players. Um, and sometimes we grow up next to someone and we we deliberately don't do a space because we're growing up next to another uh, another person who is branching out into one thing and we branch out into another thing because we are sort of deliberately sharing the, the sunlight that's coming in. Um, so, uh, so I just think it's a great analogy and I think it's worth asking yourself, what's your situation? Because if you don't ask yourself that situation, or what's your situation, then you might end up being one of those seedlings that just never quite gets enough sunlight. And you say to yourself, well, uh, you know, if that tree could do it, so can I. But what you don't realize is that that tree grew up under circumstances that are different than your circumstances because that tree now exists, right? So the ecosystem is not just what is possible. The ecosystem is what are the circumstances right now and how are they playing out on the ground? And you need to be thoughtful about it. Otherwise, you might be stuck waiting for one of the big trees to topple, which could be a long, long, long time. Um, that's how it works in forests. Saplings that can't change where they happen to grow end up waiting for a big tree to fall. And then, then there's a race to the, to the sunlight in that particular spot. We don't have to be like that. We can look at the scene and say, where is the space in this scene? And the more thoughtful we are about it, the greater a chance we have 
of not competing directly with uh, with players that have far more resources or eyeballs or a head start or or whatever than we are because that's the that's the nature of the game and we as humans can decide how we're going to play it unlike trees which just get stuck where they are thanks for listening talk tomorrow